Welcome to Perfectly Paranormal, Episode 9. My name's Anna Schmidt, and I'm here every week to share with you true paranormal encounters and information about devils, demons, and dark energy beings that no one else talks about. And today we're going to look at the lighter side of dark entities with two real-life experiences from 2019 and 2022. So let's start with a story called Dark (laughs) Humour. Now I'm a new author and I thought early on in my book that I needed an editor to have a look over the first draft of my book called The Darkness Around Us. And I met Robin through a work connection. She had many years of experience with editing academic fiction and non-fiction texts. And she was quite excited to edit a manuscript of a different nature. She'd never done any work with the paranormal, but she'd always had an interest And she thought this was the exact moment that she could help herself by learning something about the paranormal, but also help me out with some tips and suggestions and ideas for someone who's new to writing. So I emailed her a copy of my text and she set to work straight away. And later that evening, she rings me. Oh my gosh. She was a little bit shaken up and speaking rather erratically. Robin said she was working through chapter one, which is the definitions of different levels of dark beings, when she got to the demonic energy section and things started to happen in her house. Now, Robin was editing the information in the lounge room of her two-bedroom house. Her roommate was in her bedroom at the other end of the house. And she had some rather loud pop music playing. Now, the music had been playing all afternoon and into the evening and didn't bother Robin at all. Until suddenly, the music blurted out the words, Satan, 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 over and over again. And it was attached to a rather catchy tune. Now, Robin was horrified, so she rang me. As she was talking to me on the phone, she didn't know whether to laugh or cry. She sounded really shaken up, and she said she just needed some reassurance that everything was okay. Now, I'm chuckling as she's saying this. I'm having a little chuckle in the background to myself. And she stops talking, and she's like, are you laughing at me? I said, I'm not laughing at you. This is what I call dark humour. I explained that they were just letting her know that they were watching her reading the text that is about them. And it was as simple as that. I said, you're quite safe. They're just having a joke with you. Now, people don't expect dark or demonic beings to have a sense of humour. I'm finding more and more this work that I do, the more comfortable they become with me 
and my relaxed, respectful way of working with them is that sometimes they will play these little jokes, these little pranks that I'm going to talk to you about later on in this episode. So Robin seemed quite comfortable then. She went, okay, I think, I think I'm okay with this now. I'm going, I'm going to spend another hour on your text. I'm just going to go back to it now and we'll see where we go from there. Now, five minutes go by when she messages me this time. Instead of ringing, she texts me. I can't concentrate. I feel like someone is looking over my shoulder, reading along and checking everything that I alter. And I am chuckling away to myself again. I'm thinking these guys are just not going to let up. They're just going to stay there with her as long as she's editing this book. Now, they meant her no harm. I need to reiterate that with you, is that these beings aren't as harmful as what society has made them out to be. There's always reasons why they do what they do. And in this situation, they were just having a joke. You know, they knew they could trigger Robin by being the pranksters and, you know, and playing little jokes on her. Even though she didn't like it, that is just what they were doing. Now, I said to her, yes, probably. Just accept it and have a giggle out loud. They won't hurt you. They're just curious about what you're doing. Robin took my advice and settled into reading the text for the rest of the night. And she messaged me just before she went to bed. And she said, you know what? After we had that conversation, it all settled down. And she realised that the dark energy beings were just supervising what she was doing. And she relaxed into it. And she was quite comfortable to finish reading the text. Now, the second story is one of my personal experiences, which I've titled Getting My Attention. If you like the content of this podcast and don't want to miss any future episodes, please subscribe. And you can also share with your friends and get that message out there about these paranormal tricksters in our environment. I would really appreciate it. Now, as part of my, what I call my soul contract in this lifetime, I transition various individual and groups of dark and demonic level beings, and occasionally some groups of spirits that may come into my home. And I usually do this in the mornings around 9.30am, and again at night before I go to bed, because if I don't, I generally don't sleep very well and they pester me all night. So my house has somewhat become a place of passage for many of these beings. A bit like a train station, a bit like a halfway house. They're always here and they're always coming and going. It's like having a constant paranormal party going on in my bedroom, in my lounge room, in my kitchen. They don't go outside the house very often. They tend to hang around inside the building. And I think this place has become known as somewhere where they can quickly and safely move from one form of existence to another. 
literally within the blink of an eye. People who often visit my home comment on the dark shadows, the sort of wafting shapes and strange brain fog that they experience when they're in my home for extended periods. And the paranormal gossip vine, as I call it, runs hot most days, especially if I'm doing a house clearing for a client. The energy in my home can be quite heightened significantly during a clearing. And this energetic surge around me and within the home is like a neon sign that lights up. I'm sure either above my head or above the house and it says, get help here. And I'm used to their coming and going. You know, I find the whole process absolutely fascinating. And it's the only way that I've been able to put this podcast together and to share the information with you is through every single thing that I go through. I'm learning something and I can share with other people. So let's get back to this story. So often, as most human beings do, we get distracted. You know, I always have lots of tasks on the go at the same time. And I'm thinking, oh, I'll just finish this task or I'll just write these notes on my laptop. And I get so involved in what I'm doing that sometimes time gets away from me. Now, paranormal beings coming into my home wanting help have a certain level of patience. They've learnt that they can't be demanding and they will wait. But often they're tapping their energetic toes while waiting in line for me to help transition them into the healing space. But if this waiting period, oh my gosh, becomes past their tolerance level, then look out. They will use every paranormal espionage tactic that they have They'll utilise that to get my attention. I have experienced technological pranks quite often, such as frozen computer screens or the document that I'm working on magically deletes itself right before my eyes. Oh my gosh, and I'm sitting there going, what is going on? And as I'm recording this podcast, I can see on my computer screen that there's a little bit of flickering going on. There's this occasional faint black bar that runs through my screen. That's just their way of letting me know that they're listening. You know, it's just their sense of humor. You know, I find it, I find it really funny. So I've also experienced my wireless mouse going instantly flat or falling to the floor and the back and the battery sort of goes sliding across the floor. I actually had a chap in my house one day. He was helping me with some computer issues because I'm not a very techie person and sometimes I need to get people in to help. And I'm sitting there and I picked up the mouse to hand to him and it was hot. And I said to him, is this normal? Is this? He picked it up and he's like, I don't know what it is with you and technology. <laughs> he thinks it's me. I didn't have the heart to tell him it's the paranormal beings. He said, I would not be using that mouse. You need to take that outside right now. 
get it out of your house because you don't know. It might just start a fire. He was really quite unnerved, poor fellow. I haven't seen him since. But the mouse got hot for no reason. I'd been using it all morning. He turned up maybe 11 o'clock. By 11.30, I handed to him. It was hot. I've never had that happen before. So these paranormal pranksters love disrupting or disabling technology to get our attention and to have a giggle. Sometimes they just want to watch us squirm. Now you're going to love this thing that they like doing. So with their dark superpowers, as I like to call it, the impatient and sometimes cheeky beings will project a thick black line across my laptop screen. And you know, for the life of me, I cannot work out how to fix it. I've had this happen numerous times now. And then I've thought, ah, this is a hint, hint, help us moment. And I just laugh and I stop what I'm doing and I get out my folder with my pendulum and my other tools that I use to help them with their transitioning and I'll just do it there and then. And once they're satisfied with what I've done for them, (laughs) my technology returns to normal. Oh my gosh, You've, you've got to be in this house sometimes too. Online platforms believe some of the things that go on. Now let's look at some other of the Dark Energy Being's favourite pranks. Quite often when I'm talking to prospective house clearing clients through online platforms, the lights in my room will start flickering. And I laugh, but the person that I'm talking to is often not so relaxed about the lighting anomalies occurring during our conversations. And I find myself explaining the situation the best way that I can. And the client will quite often laugh along with me or just stares blankly at the screen. Now, sometimes these trickster energy beings will use ploys such as a trio of knocks to instill fear into us. Now, is this in jest? Usually it is. As they've seen the movies that we watch and we sit there horrified and we sit there frightened and they love to press our fear buttons. Now, sometimes it's the, what I call the fear feeders. They'll do it because they want to feed off fear. Other times it'll be other dark or demonic beings that are just having a giggle because they know that they can upset us that way. And you know what I do back when I hear that trio of knocks? I just knock back three times and I sit there with a smirk on my face. And I've never had them do it again because if they did it again, I would just keep that three knock thing going until one of us stopped doing it. Now you're going to find this funny. This is another way that some of them liked to let me know that they were about. So as I was writing my book, as I mentioned earlier, called The Darkness Around Us, I'd finish writing a section or I'd get to the bottom of the page and my attention would be drawn to read the word count. And as a new author, I'd be quite excited to see the word count climbing. Now, guess how many words 
were the very first time I checked my word count. 666. Now we all know that's supposedly the devil's number. I don't put any I don't put anything into that. It's simply just a number. Now the next time I checked it on this particular occasion it was 1666. You know, this is just another one of their supernatural jokes and they're just having a laugh along with us. Now, in bed at night, these energy beings know not to pull my ankles. My ankles are a weakness within my physical body because of a particular medical condition I have. And I have made the message very, very clear. When I had an experience one night with something wrapping both its hands around my ankles and pulling very sharply to get my attention. And I will tell you, I'm normally a very uh, calm person. I don't let my emotions be heightened. I sat up in that bed and I gave whoever did that, do not, do not touch my ankles. And I used quite a lot of swear words, which I'm not going to repeat now. Not necessary. But you're getting the gist. Now, when I'm in bed at night now, I often find that just as I'm going off to sleep, sometimes I'll get a little tug on my ankles. It'll be very, very gentle. And I'm like, hmm, this is my sleep time. I say out loud, this is my sleep time. Please come back in the morning when you can see that I'm out of bed. Sometimes they'll do it again. Now, I'm not quite sure if this is dark humour, whether they're just impatient. Dark and demonic beings have no patience. The one energy being that I work with uh, who helps me with transitioning these dark and demonic beings, he's had to learn patience. And I call him a he. I don't know whether he's a he or a she. Gender doesn't apply. But I'm very masculine orientated. So I just call them all he. It's better than it. It is very disrespectful. Anyway, I just find this work absolutely fascinating. It's really tiring. And sometimes I think, what what am I doing? Why am I doing this every single day? It's 365 days a year. Sometimes I feel like it's 24-7. But it has become my lifestyle. And I am a paranormal addict. Um, I'm going to talk about that in another podcast. I've been living the paranormal lifestyle my whole life, even as a child. And I just find them fascinating. You know, the invisible world around us has a lot to teach us about them. But these dark energy beings also teach us a lot about ourselves. So in episode 10, I have an interview for you with a local client who I did house clearing for. So you get a feel for what it's like to actually have your home cleared of paranormal beings. Some of the signs and symptoms that these people felt within their homes, and they knew that it just wasn't a rational cause. So this lady is going to share with you her experience before and after getting her home cleared. And I'm going to share with you some of the tricks that dark energy beings use to stop clients communicating with me. 
There's some funny things that happen there too. And I think you're going to relate to a lot of them. Because we use technology all the time. Technology is energy transference. These beings are energy. So they can mess with technology. So I'm going to share some of the sneaky tactics that I have had to deal with. So thank you for joining me today. I hope you found this another insightful, interesting episode of Perfectly Paranormal. And don't forget to send me your paranormal questions and stories that you'd like to share with the world. You know, it doesn't have to be a long story. It can be a couple of paragraphs. You know, if you want to share it with people, email me at spiritualbeing44 at gmail.com. And for information on paranormal house clearing, you can visit my website, which I've linked in the description box. And I look forward to sharing this spooky space again with you next week. And remember, life is perfectly paranormal.